Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place. And I want us to look at who is a prophet. Who is a prophet? Um, now we're dealing with the Old Testament. We also come to um, the New Testament. Who is a prophet? Number one, we have those the Bible describe as dreamer of dreams. With them, God speaks to them through dreams. But there are people, we have naturally people who dream and, and their dream can come to pass. But that does not make you a prophet. Amen. But you know after receiving the Holy Spirit baptism, when the Spirit of God comes on you. Now let's look at Joel 2, we're reading from verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servant and on my maiden servant, maid servant, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Now, so here, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit is not limited. It's to everyone that believe in Jesus. And that's what Peter, at the day of Pentecost, Peter stood and said, what you are seeing is what the prophet prophesied. That in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. So now, the Holy Spirit is not restricted only to the prophets. Those days, it was only the, to the prophets. So the prophets were very powerful. Amen. They say it and that is all. You can challenge them. It became so powerful. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and so God pouring out his spirit in the last days. That is in our days. We all have the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit. That means you, God brings you to the gifts or the giftings. And it's possible. You can prophesy it's possible you can see vision. It's possible you can dream dreams from God. 
Amen. Now, however, um, you can receive all these things, but you are not a prophet. You can prophesy. Maybe in a meeting, I mean, you get inspiration to say something. Either in tongues, you can prophesy in tongues. Some of our tongues are prophetic. If, if somebody has the gift of interpretation, and that person is really interpreting them, you will see that you were saying things that you have no idea. Amen. Amen. But it does not make you a prophet. Now, who is a prophet? Number one, a prophet can be a dreamer of dreams. Amen. Let's look at Deuteronomy 13. 1 to 5. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, let us go after other gods. You know, here, God is giving a caution that even a prophet or a dreamer of dream can mislead you. And if he tells you, let's go and follow other gods, you shouldn't go. And he says, for the father, what the person said comes to pass. Amen. It doesn't mean that he says, let's go and do this. You just follow. Amen. Hallelujah. And so we have dreamer of dreams. Everybody say dreamer of dreams. Dreamer of dreams. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now in Numbers 12 verse 1. Then Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman whom he had married. For he had married an Ethiopian woman. So they said, Has the Lord indeed spoken only through Moses? Has he not spoken through us also? And the Lord heard it. Now the man Moses was very humble. More than all men who were on the face of the earth. Suddenly the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, come out. You three to the tabernacle of meeting. So the three came out. Then the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood in the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam. And they both went forward. Then he said, Here, now my ways. If there is a prophet among you, I, the Lord, make myself known to him in a vision. So if you are a prophet, God speaks to you through one vision. I speak to him in a dream. 
So if you are a dreamer of a dream, God speaks to you through dreams. Amen. Not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. I speak with him face to face. So here there are levels. Everybody say levels. 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 And Moses' level was higher. And Miriam and Aaron, who were among the 70 that Moses presented before God and the Spirit of God came on them, now they can also prophesy. They can see visions. And so now they are saying, is it only Moses that God can speak through? We also, God can speak through. And that's a fact, very fatal mistake they made. Comparing themselves. Hallelujah. So there are levels. Everybody say levels. Levels. And, and, and Moses was the very humble type. Especially when a prophet is humble, people take, to, uh, take him for granted. Are you with me? And God said, Were you not afraid to speak against Moses, my servant? So, uh, here I want us to know that a dreamer of a dream, he's a prophet, alright. But God speaks to him through what? Dreams. A prophet through vision. Amen. Then we have another type of prophet called seer. Everybody say seer. Seer. Amen. So you see we are dreamer of dreams. And then we have prophets and we have what? Seer. Now what is the uh, difference between a prophet and a seer? The seer sees the thing while he's talking. Amen. The seer sees the things while he was talking. I remember in 19... 79. You know, I started my ministry in a prophetic function. When I gave my life to Christ, received the Holy Ghost baptism, God opened my eyes. And so I was operating in this um, ministry of a seer. And, um, one Sunday went to church, and, and Church of Pentecost you are giving the liberty to exercise the gifts. So I stepped forward and I saw this. Thing. I saw a man have cast man but the heart here you know you could see the heart bleeding with blood. And I didn't know anybody. I just stood there as well. Um, and whatever that I was saying, I was seeing it. I said, I see a man called Jeremiah John and his heart is bleeding. Very soon he's going to carry out with a coup. And I, I, I have never heard about anybody called Rollins. And I even didn't know that he's called Jeremiah John. That is all. 
I didn't add the rollings. But this is what exactly. But there were some military officers in our church. So after the meeting, they called the leaders. And I was called into the presbytery in Pentecost. I mean, the presbytery is heavy. When you are asked to come before the presbytery, that means you have a case to answer. Amen. And then they said, no, the things I'm saying, it has security implications. And I have to be talked to and coached. And I said, well, that's what I saw. Amen. And I think it was a three months or so, June 4th came. And the man that was speaking. So our presiding editor drove into my house. Then he's called J.K. Boatin. And he said, the man you spoke about is called Jerry John Rawlings. And you were right. Amen. Amen. I didn't know. I have never heard about him. Amen. And so, you see things. You see things. You see people and I could see the day they are going to die. You see it written. And what I was doing was I would tell the leaders, they called them, who prayed. Amen. And I remember one day I was traveling for credit to Accra. I joined a queue in a bus. Then all of a sudden I saw the car, uh, the front side, all wrecked in. And people were dead inside. So the, those who were standing with me, I said, no, don't join this car. The car is and come and see the bookmen insult. Amen. And they banned me that I would not get any bus there. But we were there. So I hung around. And those of you have no option. No, unless I go to transport. And transport is by time. So I stood there. Then a the message came. That the bus that left at Intrabine had had an accident. Six people are dead. Amen. Amen. So it was then the, um, the book, their head was a very ugly man. He called me and asked me to pray. And they came around. I prayed before I was allowed to <laughs> board <laughs> other buses. Amen. That's the work of a seer. A seer can see things, but a work needs to be done. Amen. Work needs to be done. And um, in Samuel was a prophet and a seer. Somebody can be a prophet and a seer. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ 
through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminter. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adiminsah, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adiminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. But there are also people who are only seers. All that they do is to see things. And they will tell you. They may not have the ability to really pray about it. Oh. Now let's look at 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 9. Verse 9. Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, he spoke thus, come, let us go to the seer. For he who is now called prophet was formerly called a seer. Then let's look at verse 11. As they went up the hill to the city, they met some young women going out to draw water and said to them, Is the seer here? Amen. And, and you look at the ministry of Samuel, it's basically, you know, Samuel was a prophet and a seer. He could tell you what happened. And let us look at some few things that Samuel is a seer. Let's go to chapter 10. Then Samuel took a flux of oil and poured it on his head. And kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you, commander, over his inheritance? When you have departed from me today. Now he's telling him what is going to happen. This is a seer speaking. He said, So, if you depart from me today, you will find two men by Rahel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Salsa. He said, when you live here, when you get to uh, the territory of Benjamin, a city called Salsa, you will meet two women. 
Amen. Amen. Because he could, he could see the thing as he was saying it. So you find two men. Hallelujah. And they will say to you, the donkeys, which you went to look for, have been found. Is it not profound? Amen. As you are going, you get to uh, Sasa in the territory of Benjamin. You will meet two men. They will tell you that the donkeys you went out to look for, you find it. Because he was seeing the things as you were saying. Amen. And now, your father has ceased caring about the donkeys and is worrying about you, saying, what shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terebinth tree of Tabor. Said so there is a terebinth tree of Tabor. You know, when you leave these people, you come to terebinth tree of Tabor, there also you will see, you know, the man was telling him what is going to happen because Prof, um, Samuel was a seer. He was seeing things. Amen. There, three men going up to God at better will meet you. One carrying three young goats. So you meet a man. One carrying three young goats. And another carrying three loaves of bread. And another carrying a skin of wine. And they will greet you. And give you two loaves of bread. Which you shall receive from their hands. You see the prophet was saying. They will greet you. Take it from their hands. After that you shall come to the hill of God. Where the Philistine garrison is. And it will happen when you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with a string instrument, a tambourine, flute, and a harp before them. And they will be prophesying. Then the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and turn into another man. Put your hands together for the Lord. This is, the, you see a seer telling him what is going to happen. What is going to happen? This is a seer. Now, a prophet may not see. If somebody is only a prophet. Uh, last week I told you that Elijah was a prophet. He wasn't a seer. So he was not seeing things. It's only by vision. God spoke to him by vision. But Elijah was a prophet and a seer. He could see things ahead. Amen. A prophet can only speak by inspiration. Sometimes he has not seen anything, but he feels it. He just feels it. It comes. Yesterday I met a man and, and he told me. I prayed with him. Um, I went to a place and the man came there. And I was asked to pray. And when I just touched him, I began to speak about his organs, heart, 
evening that God should restore. And then I spoke about death. We bind the spirit of death. Yesterday, when I met him, he was telling me, he said, he said Bishop, do you know something? When you pray that prayer, the next day, I nearly died. I did not see it. But I was inspired by the Spirit of God to say, are you with me? So that's the difference between the seer. Amen. There are sometimes I can see things. I see certain things. But there are times you just, you speak by inspiration. Out of inspiration. You are inspired by the Spirit of God to say it. Amen. I went to a certain hotel and I was just coming up. And I saw a man sitting there. And all of a sudden I saw his waiting 30 days. He'll be gone. And I spoke to the man. And, and, and the owner of the hotel, I said, who is this man? He said, oh, he's one of the um, guys here who came to stay here. We had a discussion. I said, can you speak to him? I want to talk to him. And when I, he tried to talk to he said, oh, this, this my bishop. He's a very good man. If you want to um, say something and pray, the man started giving it to me. Seriously. Amen. Amen. And I said, oh, it's okay. I'm, all, I'm cool with that. Exactly on the 30th day, I was traveling to London. I had even checked in. Then, this man called me. He said, Busha, you remember a man you saw at, my, at the place and then you said, I said, yeah, I remember. He said, the man called me that he wants to speak to you. I said, what? About what? So the man is dying. And, and they started calling uh, uh, the passengers to board. So I boarded. And when I got to London, I called um, the hotel owner. I called him. I said, wow, he said, oh, the man didn't make it. He died last night. He went through surgery. He didn't make it. Amen. So that's different between a seer and what? Prophet. It's different between a seer and a prophet. May you receive the gift of a seer. I say, may you receive the gift of a prophet. Receive the gift of a seer. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. One can be a pastor and a seer. Let's read 2 Samuel chapter 15, 27. A person may not necessarily call himself a prophet or this thing, but you could be a seer. You know, it's not only those who carry the title prophet and this. You know, these days when people come, then they call themselves prophets. 
but it's not only that. So in um, 2 Samuel 15, 27, let's read. The king also said to Zadok, the priest, Zadok was a pastor, was a priest. Are you not a seer? Return to the city in peace and your two sons with you, Ahimaaz, your son, and Jonathan, the son of Abiata. See, I will wait in the plain of the wilderness until word comes from you to inform me. Therefore, Zadok and Abiata carried the ark of God back to Jerusalem and they remained there. Now, David had been overthrown and Zadok the priest was a seer. Zadok was carrying the ark and he said, I want to follow you the king. I'm a loyal person. I don't want to rebel. And David said, no. Are you not a seer? You are a seer. So go back. Stay in Jerusalem. And bring me away. That means, whatever God speaks to you, send the message to me. David was being what? Diplomatic. Everybody say diplomatic. Diplomatic. Hallelujah. Amen. So that um, if God reveals something to the seer, the seer will inform him. Put your hands together for the Lord. I told you that a prophet can be a seer or um, a, a prophet can also be a seer. Let's look at Second Samuel chapter 24, verse 11. Now when David arose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet God, David's seer, saying, you know, he was what? A prophet, and he was a seer for David. So God was a prophet and a seer. Amen. God was very, very close to David. Very close to David. He was a prophet and a, a seer. Let's look at Second Kings chapter 17, verse 13. Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all his prophets. Every seer saying, turn from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes. According to all the law which I commanded your fathers and which I sent to you by my servant, the prophet. So, if you are a seer or you are a prophet, you should also warn people to repent from their sins. You should teach people to leave their evil ways. 
You don't say, I'm only a seer, so I, what I see, that is all. A seer must be a preacher of repentance. A seer must, a prophet must be a prophet of repentance. So you see Jesus put these two ministries together. Jesus was a prophet and a seer. Sometimes he could tell the disciples, uh, go to that place, you meet a donkey tied or lose him. And when you are losing, the people will say, why are you losing the donkey? Jesus was operating under the seer's anointing. And sometimes he speaks as a prophet. Amen. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamence's stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamence reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God. The levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. Hallelujah. First Chronicle 29 and 29. Now, the acts of King David, first and last, did. They are written in the book of Samuel the seer, in the book of Nathan the prophet. So you see, amen, and in the book of God the seer. Amen. So God was a seer. Nathan was a prophet. Um, Samuel operated 
both as a, a seer and a, a prophet. Put your hands together for the Lord. Solomon had seers and prophets. Second Chronicle 9, 29. Now the rest of the Acts of Solomon, first and last, are they not written in the book of Nathan the prophet? In the prophecy of Ahijah the Shilonite? And in the visions of Edo, Edo was a seer too. Solomon, the seer, concerning Jeroboam, the son of Nabat. Amen. So, Solomon also had prophets and seers. A prophet and seer. Let's look at Second Chronicle 33:18. Now, the rest of the act of Manasseh, his prayer to his God, and the words of the seers who spoke to him in the name of the Lord God of Israel. Indeed, they are written in the book of the King of Kings. Amen. Amen. So you see the work of seers and prophets. Now, let me just jump a bit and then uh, let me finish with this. Now, if a prophet in our day, if a prophet come and speak to you, amen. If a prophet come to you, you see, there's two ways. A prophet can say something and you have witness in your spirit. Maybe what is, especially mostly, I mean, um, during ministration, I say, oh well, um, this and that, and and then I recently I was in Winnebah, and I said a young girl here is not um, just a little bit about 30 years. Your husband died in an accident, and you've been crying every night. And the girl jumped, started screaming, they have to carry her. Because she had what? Witness about what I was saying. Do you understand? Maybe you are in a certain situation and that and the prophet can speak to you and you have witness. Yes, this thing he's saying is true. But there are some things you don't have witness. And that is where so what do you do? There are things maybe it could be in the future. I, in Church of Pentecost, one pastor visited us. It was late in the church and when we closed, um, our presiding elder said, who would take the man of God home? And I decided, you know, because my mom had a house, nice house. So, I took the man home and I told my mom, this is my pastor, one of our pastors. And my mom took good care of the man. Amen. And it happened. 2 a.m. He came to knock at my door. You know, that time I had wanted to travel to 
U.S. to continue my education. And uh, um, he came to me. And in Church of Pentecost, at that time, they called me. Even when I was a student, they called me to become a pastor, full-time pastor. I think at the age of 19, I said, I'm too young. I don't even understand what is calling. And it came again. The call came again. You know. And he said, you've been called to be in the ministry. You need to obey the call. But God will give you the direction which way you should go. Then at that time he said, a wind is going to blow against your mother's business. It's a mighty wind. But God will strengthen him through you. At that time, my mother was a big time businesswoman. Blowing with money and you know. And during the coup, she suffered greatly. Amen. So, these are things that you may not have idea. Are you with me? Amen. And, and, but still, number one, prophecies, or if a prophet gives you any prophetic word, it must be judged. Everybody say, you have a right to judge. You have a right to judge. Not that they come to you and say, I'm a prophet of God. I'm a man of God. So go and take all your jewels and bring it. Amen. You must what? Check. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14. When you read 1 Corinthians, how the New Testament prophetic ministry be handled is there. The Bible the Bible has given us the blueprint how the New Testament prophetic ministry should be handled. Are you with me here? Amen. Let's read verse 29. Let two or three prophets speak. Let the others change. So, every message of a prophet is not synchronized. That means it's not something it can be judged. Are you with me? But the Bible says we should judge. How do you judge the message of the prophet? That is speaking because uh, you know a message from a prophet can be very dicey. Sometimes you can doubt it, and then you pay the price. Amen. Sometimes also you are walking into one a scheme, a scam. Amen. So what do you do? Number one. You have to judge it by the word of God. There is no prophecy that should be in conflict against the word of God. Or contrary.
to the word of God. No prophet, no matter what, no, even if an angel is speaking it, the book of Galatians, chapter 1, we're reading from verse 7. Which is not another, but there are some who trouble you. People can trouble you with prophecies. They can trouble you with visions. They can trouble you, your life. Amen. Amen. And want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. So even if an angel of God comes to you to preach something, to give a prophecy, Contrary to the word of God. You don't have to believe it. So you have a right. So you check prophecy. Number one by what? The word of God. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiamensa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
the word of God. If you leave the word of God out, so many things can go wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number two, you judge by the spirit that the person is speaking. It's not every revelation. It's not every prophetic that comes by the spirit of God. Listen to me. By the spirit of God. Amen. Yes. The person saying it. How many of you know that fetish priests also can prophesy? We are people who can prophesy through necromancer. We are people who can prophesy through occultism. Spiritism. Divination. True familiar spirit. I, I passed in a place. There was a certain girl who had a familiar spirit and he can see people and and tell them things. And the same thing happened in the time of Paul. Are you with me? So it's not everything prophetic that comes from the Spirit of God. So you test the Spirit. First John chapter 4, verse 1. Everybody say, Test the Spirit. Test the Spirit. Test the spirit. Amen. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Why should you? And the Bible is saying we should test it because of false prophets. So if somebody comes to you and say, I'm a prophet. So what I'm saying, you should take it. You have the right to judge. You have the right to test what spirit is that person is speaking of. Is it from God, spirit, or by divination, by occultism, or by voodoo spirit? So you need to test spirit. You need to test the spirit. Because some of us, we get so excited when somebody is saying things about us. Amen. One day in Takwari, I was passing by and uh, some of these women wearing uh, white garment uh, prophets in the market. As soon as he saw me, he started Oh, I see the glory. Oh, hey, great glory. <laughs> glory, glory. And somebody around said, you are the one that, uh, that woman, I said, me. I have the glory of God already. Amen. Amen. You know, one day I was running my mom's shop. And I said, one of them came in. He said, I should give him 
uh, seven, uh, I should give him Pessoa, I mean, uh, seven or so, you know, and put it in my hands this way. I told him, you come to the wrong place. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, so you, you test by what spirit? By what spirit? One time, a woman carrying a charcoal bag was passing by. He saw me. He threw it down and started running. Say, hey, I see light, light over. And because of that, I'll go and say, Oh, you see light, eh? Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. In Acts chapter 16, Apostle Paul gave us the example how to test the spirit. Acts 16. McKeon says something. His last message, in, I was in second day, uh, when he preached his last message when he came to Western region. That was the last time he left Ghana. He said something. He said, the church is built with the gifts of God. But it is preserved by teachings. It's preserved by teachings. Amen. Hallelujah. Now in Acts 16, Verse 16. Now it happened as we went to prayer that a certain slave girl possessed with a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much profit by fortune telling. You know this girl had a spirit of divination. Divination spirit is not of God. It's from the devil. And his her masters what they were doing, they will bring this girl to a marketplace. He sees people. Say, oh, I see her. Uh, very soon your marriage is going to collapse. You know, and people give money and this girl will prophesy to them. And that day, the girl picked the wrong client. He picked on Paul. Amen. This girl followed Paul and asked, cried out, saying, This man are the servant of the Most High God, who proclaimed to us the will of salvation. And this she did for many days. What the girl was saying was true. That Paul is preaching salvation of God. The ways of God. But there was something wrong. There was what? Something wrong. The spirit of which she was prophesying was wrong. And Paul tested it. And saw that no. The spirit by which this lady is prophesying is wrong. Put your hands together for the Lord. And Paul commanded our spirit to come. Now verse 18. 
And this she did for many days. But Paul greatly annoyed. Then and said to the spirit. I command you. In the name of Jesus Christ. To come out of her. And he came out of that very hour. But when her master saw that. Their hope of profit was gone. They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to the authorities. Now, when Paul commanded our spirit and the spirit departed, the girl was unable to see again. He was not able to tell people things. So it was by what? Divination. So you test every spirit. You have the right. No matter how the person is anointed, you have the right. Are you with me? You have the right to test the spirit of which the person is speaking. You see, prophetic um, anointing or giftings are things that can excite people. But it can also Quickly overthrow your faith if it is not handled properly. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us, Gospel Light International Church, next to Orion Cinema, in Chroma Circle, or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer, and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.